Well, I'm delighted to say that here on day one of Goodwood Revival 2017, I'm joined by Rob Wildeboer, who is the Goodwood Flying School manager. Rob, first and foremost, welcome back to another Goodwood Revival. And uh, being the flying school manager, all of these aircraft that we've got out to the left here for Free March's Spirit of Aviation, they kind of muck up your whole aerodrome, don't they? They, they get in the way, don't they? I think over this weekend, Mike, they make the aerodrome. It's, it's my highlight of the year at Goodwood. It's having these aircraft here is absolutely superb. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, as long as the weather holds out, uh, which is uh, a little bit interesting bit at, the moment, at the moment. You know, I think it's going to be an interesting one, but it's, it's a great display. It's a fantastic display. I mean, again, reminding people, good re revival. There's, well, we can hear the noise in the background. There's plenty of cars out on the circuit, but a big, big part of uh, Goodwood revival is this wonderful display that come to the aerodrome, to the air airfield and uh, make up pretty much the Freddie March Spirit of Aviation display. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is the 11th time we've done it. Uh, we brought it in to add value to people coming through the gate, really, to try and uh, get people to, you know, take an interest in vintage aviation. So what we've done this year is invite back the top three placed aircraft from the last 10 years because we always aim for about 30 aircraft. Now, a couple couldn't make it because of unserviceabilities, one stuck in France uh, and a couple of others have gone uh, gone uh, tech here in the UK. But, you know, we have still got quite a field out there and uh, last minute we had um, three people offer to bring their aircraft just to sort of make up the numbers, which is, I think that shows the spirit of aviation, to be honest, and it's, uh, it's you know, helped field a really good, uh, good, good complement of aircraft. Now, I think you're going to be able to answer these questions for me, uh, Rob. Where do they all come from? Are these all privately owned? Are they coming from around the world? Yeah, I mean, some of them are part of a collection. Um, the majority are privately owned. We've had aircraft come from, I mean, there's one here today that has come from Australia just for this event. Uh, there's another aircraft which has come from New Zealand. It was restored in New Zealand and the owner is literally traveling around the world. This is his third time here because he enjoys it so much and it's a wonderful machine. Um, we've got a DC-3 which has come in from Norway. We've got an aircraft from Switzerland. Uh, we've got uh, the, the P-38 flew in, the Red Bull P-38 that came in from from uh, Salzburg yesterday. Uh, that was a two and a quarter hour, you know, non-stop flight. Uh, they, they literally come from around the world. More often than not, they're Europe and the UK, but we have, as I said already, you know, we do have some come from further afield. But they're not bought in on the back of a truck. We were privileged to be here yesterday on setup. They fly into the airfield, don't they? Which is fantastic. And the amount of people that were here yesterday trying to get that that photograph as they made their way onto onto the aerodrome is something else isn't it yeah i think so it's part of what makes it special when we conceived the event we sat down and came up with a list of criteria and one was that they have to be airworthy aircraft now on a couple of occasions throughout the last um, 10 years we have had aircraft that don't fly but there's normally a very good reason behind that and they're not likely to win the uh, the actual concourse um, but you know everything that's come in this year has flown and uh, they're all they're all used aircraft and it's great you know it's long may it continue the last thing i want to do is see them all stuck in museums so yeah no exactly that's the thing about them that we actually see them flying we hear the engines roar don't we as well and tell us about the judging then because they are judged aren't they tell us about that as a would you call it a competition am i wrong in saying that i mean yeah we we, we call it a, i mean it's termed a competition for 
me it's always just been about being a, a collection of fine vintage aircraft you can't really judge this lot it because it's no, very subjective stars. yeah i mean how how do you judge you know a b-17 flying fortress against uh you know de havilland tiger moth it's yeah. an impossibility so the judging um i won't say it's theatrical it, it's it is taken very seriously but you know we again when we conceived the event we came up with a list of uh, a, a list of criteria that we judge the aircraft against and the reality is, is that we've got you know an hour and a half to judge to get around 30 aircraft that doesn't leave long in no. between each one so what are they looking for i must ask uh, what are they looking well, at we, we've sort of boiled it down and nor normally what the <laughs> judges end up admitting is it's the one that they were most like to take home yeah uh, it's the know, wow it's, factor it's, isn't yeah, it yeah i mean say how difficult is that well, because it, they're all so lovely aren't they yeah and this is why it's an impossibility yeah. because you know w when we uh titled this event the spirit of aviation we said well what is the spirit of yeah, aviation what, is it? what does it all mean you know and the whole idea from day one was the you know a husband and wife restoring a tiger moth in denmark and making the effort to get here <laughs> stand just as much chance of yeah. winning as someone who's thrown five million dollars at, at, at a restoration so you know it's it's such a diverse mix and again every year we have any everything from a you know a, a DC-6 to a, you know, to a Cessna 140 to a whatever. It's just a, a wide range of different aircraft. And for me, it's more about putting vintage aircraft right in amongst the public so people can come and enjoy them, people can learn about them, so that we can host their owners for the weekend and give them a great time and just create a real vibe. And the first year we did it, we didn't know quite what to expect. It was much a case of me going through my telephone phone um, list and you know picking people who I knew had vintage aircraft and now more often than not we will receive a phone call saying look we've, we've just had this airplane restored can we bring it to Goodwood for the event so it's sort of it, it's 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 really evolved quite nicely and I think now to see uh, Goodwood revival without this display would it would feel really lacking it so hopefully we built something that is going to stand yeah. uh, stand in good stead for well, a long time here, here long may it continue and we must take our hat off to the private owner and the people, the technicians and the dedication and the hard work that goes in restoring these wonderful, wonderful pieces of machinery. Because I, th I believe I'm right in saying, Rob, they're pre-1966, aren't they? But again, they must have originally been found in or on old airfields and then people lovingly put them together. They find the parts, they rebuild them and the hours and the dedication and the cost that goes into that to provide and set up a, a fantastic display like we have got here at the revival again you, you know words what words fail me i think yeah i mean it's it's a labor of love really Isn't and it? it's a testament to the amount of passion that a lot of people have for these aircraft you know many of the aircraft that we've had and actually some of the aircraft that we've got here today they're the only examples of that type left anywhere in the world and you know the, the the engineers i mean we we had um about four years ago we had a, a gypsy moth that came and it had literally been resprayed 
the, or the resplay had been uh, completed the day before the revival started. So, you know, they, they took off the masking tape on the Wednesday. They <laughs> flew it here on the Thursday. So it's quite interesting to see the amount of effort people are going to just to get their aircraft ready to bring it to the Goodwood you know, revival in the spirit of aviation. And that in itself, again, is uh, an example of the spirit of aviation. It certainly is. Well, the judging will take place, but I think as you have just touched on and we've touched on that uh, they're all winners, aren't they? Because they do look fantastic and already early here on the first day of Goodwood revival. There are plenty of people admiring these wonderful bits of flying machinery. Um, you as the uh, general manager or the manager of Goodwood uh, Flying School, throughout the year once all of these planes are gone, what pretty much happens here at Goodwood? Because we know it's the racing circuit and obviously there is the, the airfield here or an aerodrome, which I love the word aerodrome. What does that actually mean? Can you just give me it's, what that means to start off with? It, it's, uh, it's, uh, the aerodrome is a place where aerial activity takes okay, place. Okay, so, so that's what it actually yeah, means. But what goes uh, on here outside of Revival? Okay, then, we've, we've got about 100 aircraft planes here at Goodwood. Okay, we've got Goodwood Flying School and we've been here since 1968. Okay, so currently we have got four Cessna 172s, we've got a Piper Super Cub and we've got a Harvard, which is our uh, Second World War uh, advanced trainer. And we run a busy flying school. We've got about 50 students at any one time. We're teaching people how to fly, we're giving trial lessons. Uh, we also have uh, an aerobatic academy here. We have a uh, warbird academy, so people can come and do aerobatics at Goodwood. People can come and fly in warbirds at Goodwood. Uh, you can fly in a Spitfire, fly in a Mustang, as well as a Harvard. Uh, two helicopter flying schools. So, you know, in my time here as general manager, what I've tried to do is create a, um, a an aviation aviation hub, really, where anybody who wants to do anything aviation-wise, within reason, other than you know seaplanes and hot air balloons, yeah. can come and do it. So it's a really busy uh, 365 airfield. Yeah, fantastic. So, like I say, you could come down here and try and hopefully pick up your private pi pilot's license, your commercial pilot's license. Can you do that here as well? We don't do that at the moment here at Goodwood. We do the private pilot's license, the light aircraft pilot's yep. license, and we do tailwheel conversions on our Piper Cub, uh, and as I say, lots of trial lessons. Um, the infrastructure that we need and the approvals that we need to do commercial flying training, they, it's just not warranted here at the moment. That's not to say we're not going to do it, but up until now, we haven't had the facilities, either in terms of building or the runway. We've had a, a, a grass runway, it's always been a grass airfield, um, but the grass hadn't been flooding in the winter and it's also been very bumpy, so we've invested a lot of money throughout this year to resurface the runways in terms of just getting them flat and putting in some sort of 10 kilometers of drainage channel to help get the moisture away when it starts to get rain uh, raining um, and uh, you know we're, we're waiting to see the results from that so far so good we've got a nice smooth runway uh, the drainage hasn't been tested yet <laughs> I think it might be this weekend um, but you know that's not to say that we're not one day going to have a look at commercial but really Goodwood aviation I think is more about sort of leisure flying it's a recreational hub and that's exactly what we're teaching people to do yeah, you know fantastic. up until the start of August uh, we, we had had the busiest year that we've
we've ever seen here at Goodwood Flying School, uh, with more students than ever, more trial lessons than ever, and um, we, we literally just shows what we can do when when the weather's good to us. And give us again that list of access that people coming down for a flying experience again can get in something like we've got here on display okay. for the so, Spirit of Aviation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it because again, vintage aircraft are here all year, aren't they? Again, for you to they have a flying experience in. They are. So so in short, if if anybody wants to come to Goodwood and fly in a vintage aircraft, they can fly in a Piper Cub or a Harvard 2B with Goodwood Flying School or with other people that are based here they can fly in a Spitfire, in a Mustang uh, or, or a Tiger Moth or a Chipmunk. That's so that's a vintage complement of aircraft here at Goodwood. Oh, fantastic and all of those details I'm assuming you go to what the Goodwood website and that will take you to the Flying School? It does. The details, the Absolutely. links there, is that the best place to go Absolutely. to find out because I'm sure people would love to give those as gifts yeah. or something like that wouldn't they if they could? Yeah all of the Goodwood Aviation products are on the website and that includes okay. all all of the Goodwood vintage aviation products too. They're all there. Right, so whilst this is going on, as a final question to you, Rob, is pretty much the flying lessons, are they on hold at the moment for the three days of revival? And then you kick off again on the Monday. What's happening over the, the next three days for you as far as the flying school is concerned? Yeah, I mean, the, the flying school pretty much closes for the, for the weekend because we're not allowed to fly when the racing is on. Our Piper Cub is actually fully booked. We do do Cub flights throughout the weekend. Okay. But the weather's not really so conducive to that. show what's going on? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We do trial lessons. Um, but our core fleet, you know, the Cessnas, um, one's been taken away for the weekend by one of our solo hirers, but the other three are parked up in the in the in the field. Um, back to work on Monday, really, or back to normal as a flying school on Monday. Um, you know, again, weather permitting. But all of our staff this weekend are employed. Um, on the aerodrome but in slightly different slightly different roles so i got flying instructors that are helping me with the static display our operations team become the re the uh, the revival reception desk you know for people flying in in helicopters so we're, we're all pretty much multitasking okay my very final question to you and this is a really tough one you've had plenty of time to look around the freddie march spirit of aviation display that's here i'm gonna have to ask you what is your favorite which one's your favorite or, or give me a top three rob it's it's so difficult this one i mean it comes down to personal favorites really just personal taste i could i could deliberate for hours on this i mean to see the p38 lightning turn up yesterday was for me it was a wonderful moment you know that the last time a p38 was at goodwood uh was um in the war uh, 75 years ago almost at a month there was a squadron here albeit briefly and uh, when the Red Bull uh, P-38 landed yesterday and I marshaled it in it was a, a bit of a moment so that's up there for me um, I've always had a, a personal uh, soft spot for the Beechcraft stagger wing and we've got two of those here but uh, you know I, I can look around and I, I'm just grinning at all the aircraft to be honest they are all wonderful well from what you've just said I think the lightning is your favorite I'm gonna go for the Blenheim tucked up in the corner over there it looks beautiful I saw that coming yesterday and that was uh, and that was stunning so the Blenheim for me the lightning for you Rob thanks ever so much indeed it's great to catch up with you again here at the revival all the success on the aerodrome and at the flying school yeah enjoy revival for 2017 many thanks Mike and I wish you a good weekend too there's Rob